0: Hi, I'm Dmitro Shvets, your host at the Start Global Insights, where I interview experts in different countries about local business secrets and international expansion experience. Today my guest is Marina Solomonchuk, the CEO of the Spark Lead Generation Agency. Marina is an expert in lead generation and worked a lot with international markets, including the experience with many innovative digital tools that help to identify and find clients around the world.
1: Hi, Dima. Uh, thank you for this introduction and thank you for having me today.
0: One uh, of the most common questions that I hear from the exporters is how to find clients abroad. And to find clients is one thing, yeah, and to sell them is something very different. So how to look uh, for your clients abroad and uh, do it right. Could you tell us um, what are the biggest mistakes that people do during the sales especially in B2B, from the client's perspective?
1: That's a very good question, and that's a complex question. So it can be very different mistakes considering where uh, the company currently stands, Uh, meaning they may not have ACP work work through or uh, when the company is short on staff, and can simply handle the lead um, funnel. But one of the most significant issues is um, changing the strategy way too often. Um, For example, when the company does its lead generation in-house, and expect to see a flow of sales ready leads like in one month, that's uh, simply won't happen. And when it's not the case, um, they do a lot of stuff, they change the approach, may replace people, do a lot of other operational workloads. So uh, if you start to do the outreach, you should be honest with yourself and um, understand that it will take some time to ramp up. And for some companies that have a complex product, or the complex industry it may take months so that's something that should be put into your kpi planning
0: so that means that you should not expect the quick results and be more long-term thinking yeah
1: yeah absolutely so that's about the the strategy the approach that will take some time um and, and you should be patient during this time and understand that some things uh, no matter whether you do the outreach or the lead generation in-house or Do you outsource this resource? That will take time, yes.
0: Just for our listeners that are not in uh, this terminology, could you please explain, uh, you mentioned at least two terms. Uh, One is uh, the ICP uh, and the second one is outreach.
1: Yeah, so ICP or ideal customer profile, that's basically who are you looking for to sell to. That's your ideal buying persona, ideal job title or job role in some specific country, industry or geography. That's something um, that you should have in mind for yourself first before you start doing something. With help or yourself, that's you know your ideal uh, client. The client, not just you, you know, um you would like to sell to generally, but the client that really might need your product and might bring you money. That's that's in a in a short way. And clear. Yeah. And um another one, uh the outreach, that's basically the process of reaching out uh the audience, these ICP uh contacts that you have uh, with the cult uh, in a, in a cold way, so basically, with the, the way when they don't know anything about you, and you start emailing them, or calling them, or sending requests by LinkedIn, that's basically the process.
0: Okay, clear. Yeah, so that's um, totally understandable now. Um, let's talk about the lead generation process. Yeah, so uh, how to generate your potential, the list of your potential clients. There are many offers to sell you a database for example of, of clients. You can actually download that from from different uh, database portals uh, What's wrong with that is is it uh, enough to have that or um, or you should do something about that?
1: yeah in my opinion it's definitely not enough so there are a lot of vendors that provide this type of databases to purchase and uh, there are also several blockers to using them effectively uh, the first and foremost is data accuracy and quality so you know, back in the past when I was working in marketing and uh, my goal was to expand the audience to, to fund you know the database I was uh, researching the this market of uh, providers and databases and what they usually do they when you're just in the research phase they offer you some free sample with some some amount of contact which look legit and you like it you know you think well this this, this might work and when you purchase or buy the full list and you just you, you may found out that Uh, the contacts are incorrect, the phone numbers or emails are incorrect, or people, they just simply don't work there anymore. So that's one thing. And another thing that... Even though the phone number may be correct, and you may, you know, um, reach someone, that's a general office number. So you won't. It's it's simply impossible to reach your desired contact because it's just a general phone number. And even though, if you're lucky enough to get a clean and accurate database, you need to have in. A strategy, a communication strategy, outreach strategy for them. Otherwise, converting this contact to your sales pro- prospect is is mission impossible. So, um, when you think to purchase this, it may seem low investment database versus you know engaging someone to do the lead generation to the outreach for you. You need to uh, actually compare the risks that um, comes with this because uh, it's just. Uh, a data and it's a very um, it, it, it's a matter of cha- a matter of luck whether you will be you know lucky enough to get a good one and you definitely need to understand what to do with it so in my opinion it's not enough and you should be very very cautious about it
0: so in fact this is just um, a piece of tool uh, in in the whole strategy that you you need to, to use yeah and there are other ways uh, to get these contacts uh, and be more sure uh, that that you are doing that uh, incorrect way you, you should do um, your homework before this lead generation before getting this database of clients. Uh, you mentioned ICP yes yeah? so the ideal customer profile so you need to, to understand uh, your client uh, and uh, whom you are selling to especially in B2B this is a more complicated question because you are selling not to the company but you are selling to the people. And you need to understand what people inside of this company are your clients. What what should else uh, be done prior to this uh, contact list? Uh, or...
1: Definitely, it's about uh, ICP first, so knowing... Your audience, knowing who to sell to or who to engage to, and for example, if we we expect uh, you know the client to have this when we start when they start working with us, but so there right are cases when they you know just have the general idea but do not have something structured in place. So we help them uh, during this process. We help them to um, structure the ICP or prioritize job roles because you know there might be so many in the brief and we need to understand who we want to reach first, second, and so on and so forth. Uh, another thing is definitely get the contacts um, ready. And that's not about just using one database. That's about a deep research based on the ICP, the geography, again, the job titles. Uh, here at Berkeley, we use uh, different tools to get an accurate database. That's not, it's definitely more than, than just a LinkedIn or one simple database. Um, of course, messaging is super important. So if you have your ICP ready, if you have your database, then you would need to think about the messages that will bring the value to some specific buying persona. That's, that's really, really important. So for example, um, if we, I don't know, um, work with a client who whose product is aimed to to streamline digital transformation. Then uh, for the research of the potential prospects, we would see what each specific company do uh, you know, towards digital transformation. Are they doing something right now or not? If they do, we would, you know, use it as a trigger in our message. Say, hey, we see that you already are uh, this, that, and that, and we believe that our product can, you know, speed up the process or do something. Or, for example, if we don't have any insights uh, on a specific prospect, we we, we can start with a, a successful case from other client, Um, um from other clients that they already using the product so when we may say hey the company x is using the product and it's already uh increased its efficiency so you know something that will uh, catch the attention and will be relevant to the specific job role uh someone who is definitely uh responsible for digital transformation
0: what tools can you suggest to, to look for this information because uh, it is uh... Uh, kind of uh, intelligence yes this is business intelligence but but still the intelligence of gathering information um, I believe from open sources first of all I remember long years ago when we were selling abroad we have been using for example the uh, database of uh, strategies of stock listed companies and uh, reading the strategy you got a lot of insights, what is important for the company, what are the values that they're looking for, and what are their plans, actually. Yeah, Because in, in the strategy, uh, they describe these uh, plans of uh, future expansion, for example. And as they are stock-listed company, so this strategy is in open source available what uh, to do if this is not a stock listed company yeah so if your uh, client is not publishing their reports mm-hmm. uh, what kind of tools uh, digital tools uh, or sources you can use uh, to dig this information out
1: yeah you may still use some open sources I mean just just simply google what is happening with this company any recent news uh, acquisitions um, hirings uh, or layoffs whatsoever something to to give you more more um, more information but also as i mentioned we use uh platforms that provide databases but not only on the contact level and you know email phone but they also give some insights of what happening with this contact whether he or she will, uh, was promoted what's happening with the companies so we also use this intelligence while building the messages
0: sorry to interrupt you but what are these magic tools as far as i understood they are not only giving you the database of the contacts of the company but also some insights what is going on with the uh, with this business and also with specific roles in this company?
1: Uh, yeah. So, uh, for example, like there are a lot of these platforms on the market. They actually have some local specific. They, some are more good with U.S. Um, Canada market. Some are more suitable for European markets. From my experience, I, I think the most proven are ZoomInfo and Seamless AI. So they give you a very comprehensive overview of uh, on a contact level, on the company level.
0: For those who are listening now, you can find the links to the mentioned tools in the description of this episode. Uh, I also remembered one case when we interviewed our clients, and uh, we found out that uh, actually the uh, specific roles in the company, they have KPIs, uh, be present in media, and uh, in that case that was CIO, so they needed to um, publish interviews and uh, articles uh, in uh, different newspapers and magazines, Uh, So I believe that uh, the uh, media could be also a great source of information and insights about your clients.
1: Absolutely. And that's, I would say, super important when you follow the account-based marketing approach. So basically, you have a very uh, specific accounts or companies that you would like to target. Um, and you get the information from different sources and definitely uh, the one you mentioned the interviews with sea um, level executives are also there. so that's even more um, deep level of um, expertise that, that you should you know have before reaching these uh, specific accounts. So if we, you know we are speaking general and we just have I don't know the geography, sea level, Whatsoever, uh, company size criteria that it's much easier. So I think at this level we don't need that many insights at the first stages. But definitely, if we you know have a very narrow target, say these fifty companies only, then we will definitely need to deep dive.
0: So it, it is like a step by step approach, yeah. So you need to first uh, to have this long list of clients, and then filtering them out uh, to uh in your funnel to to those like uh, qualified for your sales yes yeah, so because the system can give you a very broad uh a broad list and it doesn't mean that you should uh, send out emails to everybody uh, the first time yeah yeah you need to filter them out uh, uh, according to additional criteria Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Uh, So again, that depends on the strategy and the product, you know, and and the client needs. But the first step may be more or less like intro general, but then you would be um, you would be you would need to be as much relevant to that person as possible. And as you analyze his digital footprint, you would know what what is his mind? What is his business agenda these days? Uh, That's definitely something that would be really helpful in messaging.
0: So exactly because of that, you need to filter the initial uh, long list, uh, not to search uh, this deep information for irrelevant contacts, yeah?
1: Yes, yes, for sure.
0: You mentioned uh, that one of the criteria of uh, choice is the geography. Um, so the question is how, how does the geography or different uh, cultures or uh, different international markets influence the process? Uh, are there any differences in, in sales in different countries or approach of um, search for this uh, uh, long list of companies, etc.?
1: Um, as businesses operate in a global market these days, I would say that you know there are actually a lot of similarities in the process of, you know, in the general process of the communication and of the cell itself. But definitely there are intercultural aspects that you should consider. I mean, just a very basic thing, but just avoid setting up the automated newsletter on Friday, let's say for some Middle East countries, since they're there's this just their day off. So these small things, they also matter. You should know your prospect or your client and know the culture and the country where they operate in. That's for sure. From my experience, um, using the local languages in your outreach strategy, something that works great. So if there is a resource on your side um, as an agency to do that in local language and a client also has a sales team that can sell uh, in local language, that's a winning combination. That's definitely something that will increase the response. Because um, English is great. It's used you know, um, everywhere, specifically IT industry. It, it's great. But again, um, you might just have better results or have the results faster if you use the local language.
0: Coming back to this messaging, to the content, is it like one-time one email? Uh, are you interested in our product and that's it? Or you have to plan uh, kind of a chain of messages? And how, how do you do it?
1: yeah there there's always about multiple efforts. I don't know the you know uh success case when all everything happens from the first touch it's It's a very rare story so usually it takes multiple touches to convert a person and it's not again uh, the channels may be different it depends uh, from case to case but the number of touches is definitely more than one so we have and i think that's more of a market practice to have sequences built for the outreach uh, even if you do this in-house, you would definitely need to have that. You would need to have numerous touches for numerous channels. For example, you, you would have a separate um, uh, email or a sequence for the email, uh, for, for your email channel, and you would have a separate um, sequence, content sequence for your LinkedIn and, and other channels. That's, that's for sure.
0: I think that you should also consistently plan what is in that messages, yeah, in these sequences, because uh, usually what I receive from those people who are, I think that they are using the same tools that you use and they try to sell me, uh, the uh, next and the next uh, letter is like, well, have you have you decided already? Yeah, how have you looked at our offer? What do you think? And then uh, in in a week uh, again, so okay, we didn't hear from you, and we would like to steal get the answer yes yeah, so this like uh, poking the uh, client is uh, i think not a good idea at least it doesn't work with me
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, well, you need to understand that sequence means repeating, but uh, you should not be, you know, repeat the exact message just with the other words. This is number one. Um, Another one, um, the time when you communicate and contact uh, the prospect also matters. So, you know, you need to have uh, some uh, gaps between the communication. They should be, you know, should be based on some assumption, not just like you sent in each, um, each day. Uh, or, I don't know, five days in a row or something. So that should be uh, some kind of a strategy behind that. And also there should be different messages and different um, triggering points that you would use to, to get from, you know, other side and maybe use this approach and that approach to interest your prospect and that's not only about the messaging but also about the formats say if you're talking about linkedin uh you can send a message you can you know uh record a video uh, you can record an audio so there are even different formats uh that you should use uh to you know not to be boring outreacher but to be to bring the value really
0: i recently uh, listened to some podcasts i don't remember which one and uh, there was a really interesting message when you communicate to your client you should be interesting for that to them yeah so you cannot push or make them like your product or in the message you should give them something that would be really valuable and interesting and maybe even entertaining yeah Uh, in terms of uh, um, invest their time in reading this message or uh, perceiving this information when when we are sending something out we're thinking about our product our kpis how to sell that but we forget to think or um, uh, make it this kind of empathy and uh, to put ourselves in the client's shoes and to, to look at this at the same message uh, from the client's perspective
1: mm-hmm. yeah I, I i agree here so you know, we all work in a competitive industries. There are a lot of companies or people that do similar stuff to us. So it's really important to stand out and, you know, using the right content is super important. I think producing something original that you do um, is uh, super cool. I like uh, companies who do their own researches or agencies and publish some, I don't know, reports monthly, quarterly, yearly, like state of, say, outbound or state of SDR. That's something that brings additional value. Uh, not just the, you know, it's not sells the service itself, but it also shows that this company can give me some other value that I maybe not even expected. So I, I consider them as a expert uh, expert in the industry, and they you know might um, caught my attention. Another thing is, you know, understanding which channels your audience, in which channels your audience consume the content. So sometimes it's just LinkedIn it and that's fine. That's also possible. But for some clients and some industries, that's more digital formats. So probably you should, you know, you should adapt your content to those formats and do something on YouTube or um, a record podcast. That's something that should be also on your mind when you when you think about the content strategy
0: yeah and in some countries uh, even the paper mails uh, are still popular yes
1: yeah absolutely yeah yeah yeah, yeah i know And um, I, I was actually surprised because to me um america and united states are all where you know also um i had this idea that it's super advanced in so many ways but um i was uh planning an event back in my uh marketing experience and I um, found, uh, found out that it's super relevant to send, you know, like uh, the printed agenda to some clients and to have the invitation printed and delivered across the United States. That was a surprising thing for me. But that works for those companies that work for these prospects to stay engaged with us. So we did that. Yeah. So you should really uh, be mindful about that.
0: And What about the cooperation of the sales department and marketing department? Um, is it... Uh worth uh, doing some marketing campaigns on the same audience uh, in um, along the way uh, when you are approaching them uh, through the messaging
1: you may do the campaigns along with sales reaching some prospects but the most important thing that those departments those people you know talk to each other you should definitely avoid the situation and i know such a lot of this uh, such examples when uh you know same company, but different departments. They do some, you know, um, similar streams and they just don't know they are doing this. So one prospect may receive like 10 or 15 emails from different people from one company in a week. It results nothing like unsubscribe rate, complaints, so it won't help your business. It will damage it. So you should be aligned inside first on what you're doing and how you're reaching them. So that's, that's really, really important.
0: Good. So, um, again, you're coming back. You need to prepare. Uh, you need to understand where you are selling. You need to understand who are your client. Then uh, investigate or get this uh, some some analytics data about the client uh, and his pains and uh, possible um, jobs uh, that uh, he needs to be done. And then you plan your. Uh, sequence of messages and you also understand where the client consumes information, what are the channels and then you plan the sequence of messages uh, and uh, these messages should be different and valuable to the client and uh, what happens then?
1: Uh, Then uh, basically you see how it's working and you also should be mindful of that. Not this is something you set up and just run, and it's running itself, it bringing you results, and bringing you leads, and converting to sales. No, that's that's live process, and you evaluate that process, uh, preferably weekly, I don't know, monthly, yourself with your team, with your agency, whatever you're using, um, in that process, and you understand what is working and what is not. Who is more responsive and who is not and why? Say, maybe you will find out that someone really unexpected response to your email. So maybe you should look into that category, you know, in more detail. Or, uh, for example, you just understand that there is some blocker on the way. So messaging is right, but when the meeting happens, someone is not ready. So you should find these bottlenecks and try to eliminate them. So this is always an improvement process until you you will see some deals closed some uh, money received and you, you you really know that okay this concept works for me but again uh this this is not necessarily means that it will work you know three months uh, later or six months later uh the market the needs the companies everything is changing really first so you should be um always ready to that change be flexible and you know uh be up to date with the trends
0: it looks like you, you you definitely need some help of digital tools to organize all this work. Yeah, so it, it is almost Im- impossible to do in, in Excel sheet uh, or in a, another table. What kind of uh, tools uh, do you use uh, for that purpose?
1: Uh, there could be various tools, really, but I think the most uh, the, the most often used tools is the CRM um so many vendors so many options on the market right now they they do have um similarities, they give you a full overview, 360 degrees overview of what happening with this one single so contact when it enters your database and, you know, is it sales ready? Is it not? Is it on the nurturing stage? Which touches um, already were already given to that contact? What is more tend to respond to? What content? What events? You know, so that's definitely analytics that you would need and you, like using CRM platform, it's really easy because usually it has some dashboard options. So you just cl- click on something, do some simple filtering, and you will see all the data. That's really easy, and that speed up the, the decision process.
0: Mm-hmm. So the key to success is actually the personalization. Yeah? So it's not just sending out uh, the same messages to the whole bunch of your clients. Like, uh, for example, I recently heard that we are uh cooperating with the um, communication provider and he sends out uh, sms uh, to uh, thousands of our clients and it doesn't work surprisingly um so we, we actually delivered mm-hmm. information about uh, our products to the client but he, so- somehow he doesn't call us and he's maybe even irritated that we contacted them with some information that is invaluable for them at this moment. So the personalization is the key.
1: Yeah, in the area when we are all limited on time and want to, you know, fast resources, we need to be really, really mindful and prioritize those who are we reaching to and targeting to, we might, you know, have a more narrow database but we are sure that these are a potential ones versus you know to sending out a thousand and, and thousand of emails just with a general message
0: good so it, it looks like what seemed to be a very simple and easy uh, stage of the sales uh, just getting the database of your clients Appeared to be a very long journey and uh, quite uh, quite complicated, and that something that requires strategic strategic thinking, creativity, and understanding your client. And, And only then you are getting in touch with them to sell the goods or services.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: That's amazing. Thank you for being with us. Thanks for sharing your information and your experience. And I think that there are a lot of peculiarities that you need to uh, understand in this process more. So I hope uh, we will come back to that.
1: Thank you very much for inviting me. It was great uh, talking to you today and sharing the insights with the audience.